What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back to No Smoke Sports Cast. It's your host, Jada Grizz. Man, you know my favorite saying, either you want to smoke or you don't. Last week was the beginning of college football, the big week of college football. That weekend for college football was just insane. Fans was having fun in the stands. They was turned. They was live. They were doing some unbelievable stuff. For instance, the fan eating the mayo out of the jar at the game. Hell no. I would never do that. Ever, 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 ever do that. That was definitely some crazy shit. But that's not what we always talk about as fans. We hear about sports. So... Recapping last week's sports, I was 3-0 on my predictions. I was 3-0 on my predictions. You heard that right. Undefeated. Bama beat Miami in a blowout. Georgia beat Clemson. Defense destroyed Clemson. Jackson State over FAMU. My performance of last week, Bryce Young from Alabama was on fire against that Miami Hurricane defense. He threw for 344 yards, four touchdowns, setting a school record for debut. And he just, like, that was his starting debut, and he did his thing. Um, But then that was the dominant performance on the offensive side. But there was some dominant performance this weekend on the defensive side. But it stays in the SEC as the SEC did destroy the ACC. Um, them Georgia, them Georgia Bulldogs. I told you they D-line was full of beasts. And that's exactly what showed up. They got seven sacks on the Clemson Tigers. DJ was sacked seven times. That offensive line could not give him any type of protection. And then he threw a pick six, and they took it to the house. The offense still needs some help on Georgia's side, but the defense played lights out. That was two performers. But I'm going to give you another performer. As I told you, I'm staying tuned and paying attention to the HBCU. Man, Aquil Glass from Alabama A&M. Y'all thought Bryce Young did his thing? Mr. Glass threw for 426 yards with four touchdowns with more than 50% completion. Mr. Glass did it with class, and they got the dub. But you have your ups and you have your downs. Two performers that did not impress me, and they are moving down the list on the Heisman radar. And definitely, if they think they're going to get my vote, it's not looking good. Sam Howell from University of North Carolina, they lost to Virginia Tech. That was a big upset. But you was a Heisman hopeful, and you threw it for three interceptions, and you took the L. Whew, that was a double whammy right there. Man, you got to step it up and perform better. Spencer Rattler in Oklahoma, yes, they got the win. But he threw two interceptions against Tulane. Tulane stayed in the game. So, 
them two was, are my not-so-good-looking performers. Let's see if y'all can turn around week two and get y'all's act together. Because y'all both was Heisman hopefuls. With Bryce Young then took over that, 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 that spot. He is number one in the candidates when I'm looking at Heisman hopefuls. And Matt Carroll is next from Ole Miss because he had a good game too, throwing over 300 yards as well. But enough talking about recapping last week. Let's get to this week. This Saturday is going to be two big matchups in the top 25. And I got an HBCU matchup as well for you. My first matchup that I'm going to talk about is the Battle of Uptempo. Oregon at Ohio State. We all know Oregon is known and built on the speed of their uptempo offense. Ohio State has developed this uptempo offense that they play. This game is going to be a big statement for both teams. If Oregon wins this game, that means a lot to the Pac-12, and that helps Oregon be able to have their argument to be in the college football playoff. Ohio State, you need to win this game. Your defense has to step up and show that they are elite and that they can perform with the top four. So this game is going to be a lot at stake. A lot of people like the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes offense looked good. The defense, the linebacker unit was a little questionable. The defense still has some question areas like they had in previous years. But from my prediction, Oregon beats Ohio State. Oregon gets the job done on the road. Those Ducks get the job done. They too fast, too quick. Ducks go on. They get the victory. Upset of the week. I'm calling it right now. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it on this podcast. Oregon Ducks are going to beat Ohio State. Let's go to the second matchup because I don't want to talk too much about that. You know, Ohio State fans can't admit to nothing. So we're not going to talk too much about that game. We're just going to see what happens on Saturday. Iowa at Iowa State. The Battle of Iowa. Second matchup. Iowa State is ranked 7. Iowa is ranked 10. Iowa is going to get the job done. This game is going to be a run-heavy game with a lot of play action to get the ball down the field as well. But Iowa, offensive line, it's too physical up front. Games is won in the trenches. When it's a rivalry game, if you don't win the trenches, you can't win the game. Iowa's too powerful. They powered through Iowa State. They win this game. And it's not going to be a close one. This is going to be a two-touchdown game if they win. So, like I said before on the last episode, this is season two. So we have to mix it up. And I'm going to give you some of the HBCU. So, Tennessee State versus Jackson State is my HBCU matchup of the week. Eddie George, first year as a head coach 
against Primetime at Jackson State. Deion Sanders is very prideful of coaching the HBCU, coaching in the SWAC division. If you have not heard, I will tell you, Deion Sanders is very prideful of it because he wants every kid, every kid and worked hard to get in that position to be able to play college football. There's a thousands, there's almost millions of high school athletes, but only a select few can go to the next level and be college athletes. And Deion Sanders made it clear that he wants to, he wants to swag in the other schools to be able to put these kids' last names on their back. And Jackson State, I mean, when I watch them play, they're looking, they're playing with a purpose, and those kids is having fun. And I just think Jackson State is going to be too much for Tennessee State. A. George will eventually turn Tennessee State's program around. But primetime is doing it for the kids, and the kids is playing for primetime. They are playing together. They're playing as a family. Primetime, Deion Sanders, you are going to be 2-0 after this week. I know you are. That's my predictions. I'm going with you. I'm picking your boys to get the job done. I know we have some matchups, and it's going to be intense. And I'm ready to see what dumb fan is going to do some stupid shit. Enough of college football. Because college football is amazing, but we got to go to, we get to go to the next level. We get to go to the next level here. NFL is back, officially back. The season starts tonight but before I tell you who I'm predicting on tonight's game between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers and they in Tampa Bay so that'd be a big one before I go there I'll go ahead and run down who I got winning my favorite my favorite game for week one that I'm looking forward to watch and then I'll tell y'all Monday night football but because it's Thursday y'all know I'm gonna tell you who I got on Thursday too as well Let's go ahead and dive right into it. The game, the game of the week that I'm picking for week one is the Browns on the road, Kansas City Chiefs. That's going to be the best game of week one in the NFL. And I'm eager to see how them Browns respond from last year's disappointment. Because they were not able to stop Chad Henney. Chad Henney ain't played good since Michigan days. Chad Henney got the job done for the Chiefs to seal the victory. So, that's the game. That's the game of the week in the NFL. But, like every, every game I talk about, I have a prediction. Jarvis, Juice, Landry, and Odell Sauce Beckham is going to be too much for the Kansas City Chiefs defense and secondary. But on top of that, Nick Chubb and his co-part Kareem Hunt 
are going to be eating up some yards. That offensive line is going to perform and play great. They just going to be too physical for Kansas City. Pat Mahomes is going to try to make magic happen. But I got the Browns on the road beating Kansas City. That's my prediction of that game. I'm so excited to see what the Browns is going to do. Browns has been winless in the last 16 season openers, but they changed the narrative on this game. Now, what you all been wanting to talk about, what you all been waiting for, I'll go ahead and give you Thursday night football prediction. My Thursday night football prediction, the Buccaneers is going to do their job. The reigning champs is going to win the season opener. Cowboys will put up a fight, but without having Zach Martin on the field, it is going to be hard to block the players that they have on the Buccaneers side when you're looking at the Dominican Sioux. You need somebody that can stand right there in front of the Dominican Sioux and go one-on-one because with the Buccaneers, D-line, and, and the way that they, they are really operating with the pass rushers, it's going to be a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott on his first game back. But Buccaneers, the reigning Super Bowl champs, will get the win the season opener. That's my prediction. And then we go to Sunday Night Football. This one, I think everybody's in the greens. The L.A. Rams, they're going to get the job done. Bears is going to L.A. The Rams and Sean McVay is going to have their way with the Bears. Bears have good defense, but Andy Dalton is not going to perform like they think he's really going to do. And Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey is just going to have a field day with them. The Bears have the sorriest offensive line. I don't know how you expect to block Aaron Donald. And with Jalen Ramsey out there, he's a ball hawker. He's going to be out there talking trash and also backing it up. Monday Night Football, Ravens at the Raiders. So the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens is going to Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Ain't that the saying? So the Raiders, y'all are going to be staying home and taking this L, taking this ass whooping. But also in Vegas, it's a gambling. You know, they gamble. It's casinos, right? Whew. Cha-ching. Lamar Jackson is going to cash in, and he's going to hit big as he hit the jackpot while he's playing against the Raiders. Here goes some news for you. Ravens just signed, Le- signed Le'Veon Bell to join the team, and that's going to give him another weapon. Last time Le'Veon actually got opportunity to perform and was in top shape, he was a, a nice running back out the backfield that you can use on third down. Another weapon. I got the Ravens getting the job done. They beat the Raiders. John Gruden, you're just going to have to be chucky and be mad and be angry because you're going to lose at home. And that's the predictions that I got for the NFL. And that's who I'm rolling with. Let's see what I do this week on my predictions as I'm expecting to stay undefeated because nobody wants to smoke with the Grizz. Who is your favorite team? Are y'all going to win on week one? I know my team will. Go Seahawks as we're going to go ahead and beat the Colts. We travel to Indy. We get the job done. If you have not subscribed to my podcast, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. 
as I will be following up on all my predictions. This is Jay Degrees, and I'm out.